Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to the show. It's the Thursday show. And I was out jogging. I try to jog every day a little bit. I got back into it a few weeks ago after the weather got a little nicer here in Denver, Colorado. And no more snow on the ground or cold mornings and good time to get out. And, you know, even with the COVID-19 thing, you can still go out. You know, you just avoid people. I jog on the streets and through a park and Wear my wear my mask, and I lower my mask when I'm not around anybody. Just I think is a good excuse me a good way of doing it. Okay, but that's that that's me. I like to exercise. I like to get out. So today's show is about being true to yourself. It really is honoring yourself. Um, and and the reason I got into this because I was out my job thinking. What am I going to talk about today? I want to talk about something, and that just came to me. I have to thank my spirit guides for guiding me in this direction to be able to do this. I appreciate. I was thinking about appreciation today, things I appreciate about myself and my life. You know, as many of you know, I do um, like a psychic medium slash love and relationship coach. I like to think in terms of that. You know, my one of my friends said, George, you got to do more predictions about politics the political system, like what's going to happen in the world and what's going to happen in the United States, and maybe I'll do that and get closer to the election. But I don't really want to go there too much. I'm kind of fascinated with politics. I've, I've Since I was a teenager, I've always been interested in world history, U.S. history, and politics, but that's not what this show is about. But I would stop myself and say, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's being true to yourself. Nobody should persuade you not to be true to yourself and your values. So I have an article, and it's from WikiHow. I like that, WikiHow, and how to do anything. And mostly, most of the points in the article about being true to yourself I thought was really appropriate to what we're talking about. You know, first part of the article, well, I'm going to jump into it. I'm going to play myself, put myself into it. And if you want to call in, if you have a question for my spirit guides, I'm more than willing to stop. It's either about love or relationships or life purpose or, you know, if you want me to connect with your one of your ancestors. But we're talking about being true to yourself today. So let me go over some of the highlights through the article. Now, as I get further into the article, I'm going to dig a little deeper because I think it's a more appropriate, the last part is, for me, more interesting than the first part. So it's acting integri- in, with integrity in social situations. Surround yourself with friends with integrity. Wow. The people you hang out with have a big influence in who you are as people. 
you know, when I was in my religious days, way back when, you know, my ministerial program and studying all that sort of thing in the Bible, and, you know, one of the overlying themes was bad associations. Now, this is one translation of the words that I'm sure there, the other, the King James Version has a different translation of this, but it's a little bit more of an updated version of it. Bad associations spell useful habits. That's a biblical term. And that was always drummed into us. We can't hang around these people. We can't hang around those people. If they're not of the faith, then they're losers, right? But it's true. People influence people. And as we get further into the article, we'll discuss that a little bit more, uh, knowing yourself. Because if you're associating with people and you're influenced by people and you start to take out the habits of people, so the article is saying choose your friends wisely. It's about value systems, and we'll get a little bit more into value systems as we go through. Make sure your friends are close family members that can serve you as integrity accountability mentors. Just having integrity. Okay, just having integrity. The next one I like is a lot, and especially you go into a relationship. This is really important for love and relationships. Don't hide your character or preferences. You know, I hear from clients all the time, well, I've been dating this lady, this gentleman for a while now, and they're so different than where they were when we started. They, they you know, like, they just seem like a different person, right? So don't hide your character or preferences. A general rule, there's very little to be gained by deceiving others about who you are or what you value. So really, where are your values? Express your values. So the little picture says, I really like football. Okay, now, what do you like? I mean, you know, what, that's really like something. I know that's not really important, but I guess you would start with the idea that politically, being open about who you are politically, if certain candidates just, you just can't, tolerate that individual and you know that people who follow that individual will will demonstrate some of the same characters of that individual and you look for that don't hide your feelings don't try to go along with them just because oh that person's really cute or oh wow that person is amazing in some ways okay Well, in the article, in the article, it says about this: it's don't hide. For example, if your friends all love watching rugby games or football or baseball, whatever it is, but you're not into sports, don't go along with them just to feel like you fit in. Instead, say something like, "How about do something different for once? Let's go bowling." You you don't hide how you truly feel about a subject, even if you're in a relationship. Don't hide it. We, we try to please people, don't we? we? We're people pleasers by nature. But you have to stick to yourself, right? You have to stick to yourself, who you are. Now, the next part is figuring yourself out. Uh, you're going to go, well, I'm 50 years old or 60 years old or 40 years old. I know who I am. Do you really know who you are? Do you really know who you are? Okay. So let's look at this. Examine your own values. Now, I was raised in this very conservative religion, and, and my values 
as I was growing up and going to my teens and my earlier 20s was pushed on the values of the religion. But it wasn't me. And people said, George, you just don't know who you are. You don't know what you believe. Because I wouldn't express it. Because I was confused. I didn't know who, what my values are because I was cloning the values of something that I didn't truly believe in that wasn't in my heart. So let me, let, let's read a little bit of the article. We'll talk more about that. Examine your own values. Your values will guide your personal interests and behaviors. It's worth taking some time to figure out what they are. To help you identify your core values, make a list of those characteristics you find important, such as freedom, power, helpless, helpfulness, and integrity. Now, over the years, I've discovered that kindness is one of my values. So an important value is expressing loving kindness to others, doing things for other people. I've learned the value in that. So it's become my value. So re-examine your values. Re-examine what's important to you about life, about things you do. What's important? Your values may change over time. Your list doesn't remain static. That's like my case. It, it wasn't only it wasn't until the last few years I just discovered and realized the value of kindness and how it benefits me and how it benefits others and just doing that and demonstrating kindness in life. So re-examine your values. I mean, I don't care what age you are. Re-examine your, make a list of your values. What's important to you, right? Certain values will be with you your whole life and they'll become more and more ingrained. But are your values something that's negative? Do you have a negative value? I mean, think about it. Is it a low vibrational value? Jealousy. You might not say it's a value, but you demonstrate that. You show that. It, it seems like you value that. So think about it. Let's move on to the next point. Determine what kind of interest, what your, what, Determine what some of your interests are. Well, get that out, right? You, that wasn't working well for a moment. This is an important part of getting to know yourself and staying true to who you are. Now, we talked a little bit about that in the prior section, but what do you really like? What do you enjoy? Just not because you're doing it to please your parents or your siblings or your partner or your boss. What do you really like? Interest can include things like interpersonal skills, professional skills, and hobbies. What do you, really, you know, I discovered I was in accounting for a long time, and I realized I liked aspects of accounting, but, but mostly I liked communicating to people. That was my value system, was communicating, be a mentor, be a manager, managing people, helping people to achieve and reach their goals. I, you know, in my 30 years of business, in the business world, I discovered one of my favorite things to do, which I valued a lot, was mentoring. So maybe that's why I'm doing what I'm doing now is because I like to mentor. I like to help people achieve their goals, to find their own solutions to problems. So what are your interests? What do you like to do? What do you enjoy? And don't let yourself be judged by others because Oh, what, what hobbies do you have? No, I don't think I have a really hobbies, but that's not embarrassing because you don't, you're not, you're not a woodworker, you're not a painter, you're not this, you're not that. Figure out what you love to do. 
Okay. I like to jog. I like to go outside. I like to be in nature. I like to walk. I like to read. I think that's enough. Maybe not. I don't know. What do you think? What are your, what are your values? What do you value? Okay. In the, in the article, it says, for example, maybe one of your siblings is an incredible athlete, but you lack their athletic talent. That's fine. Figure out what you are good at. And maybe that's art or business. They use those examples. I've discovered that I really am good at helping people as a psychic medium and relationship coach or love coach or relation. I really am good at it. People compliment me all the time about it, thank me for it. So I have to accept that. Is that, yeah, I'm really pretty good at this. I'm one of the better ones out there. Now, that's, is that ego? That's, is that bragging? I don't know. I think it's just when I think about it, when I accept that idea that I'm really good at this, it makes me feel good. Knowing that I truly believe in what I do and want to help people in this way, it just makes me feel good to know that I'm good at it. I like it. I like helping people. I like having my spirit guides comment. You know, when I talk to people sometimes, a lot actually, I'll hear things about people and they'll just come to me or about their partner or about their friend or somebody in their lives. And I just give them information that comes in. And I'm just amazed at what I tell people. And I can think of examples of that. There was a couple of them yesterday where it's exactly that, where I was able to read. Oh, it was a lady was talking about two men that she's trying to decide on in their relationship and what move forward. And it kind of got into this whole thing about – I think your values are different. Your intentions are different. And, and then she got into, yeah, because I don't want children. I have four children. And he wants to have more children. Now, obviously, there is a disconnect there, right? Set smart goals. Let's move on. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, that's enough of that. I'm going to let my spirit guides talk to you in a minute. I'll get through this whole article. But Get smart goals. Set smart goals and look towards them. Well, that's important. Goals are important. Now, I learned in the business world, goals are cool. Having a business plan, having a goal. But you have to be flexible. You have to be adaptable to the situation. Well, they use the example. For say, for, say, for, say you want to be a musician. First, be specific. Decide what kind of music you like to play. Now, that's a value thing, isn't it? What kind of music do you like? What do you like to play? What kind of music do you like to listen to? You know, I'm on dating sites, and I see people's interested in music, and eh, that's not me. That's not me. I'm an old rock and roller at heart. Or spiritually minded people, they get into sanctimonious about music, you know. It has to be this, or it has to be that, or they only listen to certain spiritually based music. No, no. I listen to all kinds of music. What about you? Don't let people judge you because, oh, you're supposed to listen to this kind of music. You know? and, and in the religious days, it was that way, too. You can't listen to rock and roll. The Beatles, oh, my goodness, I'm, you know, it ages me, right? It, it really ages me. The Beatles, the Rolling Stones, you can't listen to that. That's, not, that's from the devil. No, it's not. No, it's not. I mean, there's negative vibrational music out there. But as finish the article, then you decide to attain your goals. If you want to be a conductor or a local high school band, or that's very achievable. 
if you want to be the next Jimi Hendrix. Well, that's okay, too. You know, I, I'm looking, I do TikTok and these other websites like Instagram, and I look at people, and young, especially young people, I'm going, wow, 14 years old, and they're amazing on the guitar. So they've discovered early what they love to do. So what are your goals? What do you want to achieve in life? I mean, it doesn't matter what age you are. You know, you could be 80 and still have goals. I think goals keep us pushing forward. Even if you're 80 and you have certain goals, I'm not 80, but getting there, moving that direction. So, yeah, have a goal. What's a goal? Maybe you're at a certain age and you want to pass that on to other people. Maybe you want to help other people. Maybe you've achieved a lot of your own personal goals, and now it's to help people. The next part I thought was really interesting. This is all rather interesting, but it's being true to yourself, identifying who you are, expressing it to the world, identifying. In a relationship, it's really important. You can't lose your identity in a relationship. You cannot lose your identity. You cannot mold into what another person is in a relationship. You're just going to get frustrated and angry. You're doing everything to please your partner, but not pleasing yourself. You get lost in that relationship, and what happens? You get frustrated. You get upset. It's just crazy. So don't do it. Okay, don't pay attention to others' distracting opinions of you. People will always find fault with you, right? People will who really mean the most are those that stick by your side and respect and love you for who you are. For example, if a friend decides to make fun of you behind your back or wearing clothes, for wearing clothes that your friend doesn't like, ignore that rude opinion. That's their opinion of you. What do you believe in yourself? Now, that's a little bit of self-esteem and believing in yourself, right? So, and, and when people have, offer opinions, don't necessarily get really negative at first, like, oh, that's your opinion. I don't, I don't see any value in your opinion. You're crazy. No, take, a, take, a t- take time. Stop. Think about it for a while. What if your, your friend says, you have a temper. You're angry a lot. Instead of getting angry, maybe you need to stop and say, well, maybe there's a certain amount of truth in that. Maybe, maybe that image you're projecting to the world is just negative just negative. So maybe you didn't intend to do that. Maybe you didn't intend to be that way. So stop. When you hear criticism, is it valid or invalid? Is there something about you that you can change? Write down your qualities that you think are personal strengths. I think this is really important. What are your strengths? Okay. You, you, well, they used an example here. I'm good at the guitar. Well, I'm good at public speaking. I like to public speak. Public speak. I don't know if that's the word. Very close. Sympathetic. Well, I like to demonstrate kindness to, to the world. I, I kindness and empathy. I guess would be the words I would use. Humorous, funny. Oh yeah, I love to be funny. That comes across every time I'm talking to somebody, or even this. You know, if I can't if I can't find humor in a situation, I probably don't want to go there. What about you? Ambitious when it comes to following my passions. Now, that's a good quality to have. If it's not on your list, maybe you need to put it on your list, that you're going to be ambitious when it comes to following your passions, right? 
Be, be passionate about, be ambitious about your passions. Seek your passions. Go out there. Being a good listener, a lot of people would say that's, that's really hard for me. You know, I, I had that problem when I was younger, to be a good listener, right? You know what I mean? Because you're thinking, you're thinking. Somebody's saying something, and you already have like three sentences or four sentences ahead of them, and you already have your comeback, and you haven't really heard what they have to say, have you? So be careful with that. Now, these are good examples, and there's a lot of others, right? Think about how you can live out your strengths. I like that. This will help you to be true to yourself in a way that is authentic. I like the word authenticity, being true to yourself, authentic about who you are. Sometimes that's hard, right? Um, When I was studying shaman practice, the comment was being impeccable. Above reproach, be true and above all of that. Can you do that? Is that something you want to manifest? Okay. So you decide that you want to show certain qualities to your friends and family members. Decide what that is. What are your strengths? What are your strengths that you want to show to other people? And first of all, you have to identify them. That's what we talked about, right? What, is, what, is, what do you want to project to the world around you and your friends? What are your strengths? What do you want to project to people, right? The last point, and then I'll let my spirit guides talk to you a little bit about this subject. Learn to embrace your flaws. It doesn't mean you need to change them completely. You can spend a lot of time trying to change things. And as, as I would say, emphasize your strengths, not your weaknesses. They are part of you. And they won't change. Balance these by acknowledging and making the most of your good features and putting yourself forward as much as possible. I'm not a good speller. I admit that. Okay, I'm not good at spelling. I embrace that. And I, and I constantly work at being a better speller, but I'm not obsessed with it. I've learned to work around it. I've learned to use other words. I've learned to use you know, online dictionaries. You know, it's funny for me not to be a good speller because in, in the verbal thing, when they take these tests about what a word means, I'm very good at that, but I may not be able to spell the word later, right? Being a, okay, well, we'll go to that one. So, but embrace your thought flaws because when you have a flaw, sometimes you can do a workaround. You can work around it. You can amplify your strengths, which make up for it. Okay, they give an example here. For example, maybe you're impatient, or maybe you realize you have a bit of a temper. It's okay to work on improving these aspects of your personality without going into self-hatred or denial. Yeah, accept it. Okay, I'm not a good speller. Okay, I got it. I can deal with it. I can work through it. So now, last part of the show, and I check back. Here, nobody wants to talk to me. That's good. I guess when I was doing more psychic readings, I get more responses at that level. But I love doing what I'm doing now. I love sharing with people. I love helping people as a psychic medium, and but relationship and love coach. So I'm going to let my spirit guide. I've got a caller, but it's a little late in the show. Maybe another time. I'll be back on the weekend, either Saturday or Sunday. I'll take calls then. But I wanted my spirit guides to talk to you about this subject, about being true to yourself. So 
Hang in there. If you want to call back on my next show, that's cool. i got about six minutes left. So let me let my the Sarah group speak to you for a few minutes on this particular topic. You, you came into each lifetime with a specific goal or direction that you wanted to achieve. You know, you go back into the spiritual aspect of when you came to planet Earth in a particular lifetime, you chose the people that were going to be with you. You chose the tests that you would go through. You chose the family members because these family members would poke and prod you in certain directions in your life to achieve certain goals. So we would say to you, from our spiritual perspective, it's good to have your own point of view, your own attitude on subjects. There's nothing, there's no right or wrong. So that's, that's the biggest emphasis we can put for all of you. There is no right or wrong. Now, there's negative energies and low vibrations, and we encourage you to stay in a high vibrational place. And if you're living from a high vibrational place, there's no right or wrong. You're just doing what comes to you. It comes from your soul, your, your essence of who you are. But discover who you are. As George was saying, discover who you are. What do you value? What's important to you? And you might want to turn this around a little bit and say, okay, what's important to, to me and the people that are around me? What values do I want to see in other people around me, a partner, a friend, a workmate, a boss? What qualities do I want to see in this other person? And what can I tolerate and what can't I tolerate? The likes and the dislikes, right? What can you not tolerate in another person? What kind of irks you into saying, I can't put up with that. I can't do that. Don't get blinded by love. Don't get blinded by the romantic aspect of love to overlook those things in another person that really grade you, that really find you find difficult to deal with. You know, you call that a deal breaker or a red flag. Don't ignore those. Don't ignore those in a relationship. You know, it, sometimes it takes time for a person to show their true colors, who they really are. So once you start to see that, you're not going to change them. They have to want to change. But that's most likely ingrained within them, and it's going to be difficult for them to change. So you have to decide, can I tolerate that behavior? Can I t- tolerate those attitudes? because they run against who my values are, who I am. That's not what I'm looking for in a person. That's not what I'm looking for in a mate, a workmate, a family member, whatever you call it, whatever situation you're in, you need to identify and know what you want in another person. George talks about this all the time, and we would encourage you to take a look at it. What's important to you? What's, what do you find most valuable in another person? And don't get blinded by the romantic aspect of life. Don't get blinded by that. Don't get caught up in that. Don't get caught up in, oh, he's so gorgeous or so, she's so beautiful and she does this. But look, be aware of the, the, the behaviors and the attitudes that run afoul to your own belief system. 
So be careful with that as you go into a real, any kind of relationship, any kind of relationship. But you're going to change a little bit over time anyway, aren't you? You change. Your values will adjust. Your values will shift. And that's why people don't always stay married or stay in a relationship. Each person's values will shift and change a little bit over time. Either you get closer or you stay pretty much the same, but in a lot of cases, you grow apart because your values have shifted. You find something you value more than you did in the past. So be observant of that in your life and those people around you. Be observant of your values and how they're changing, changing over time. But also be aware of those that you feel to be very close to you, their values. And you may want to talk about that. You may want to discuss that. And if those values are they're such a logger, jam, log jam between your values where you can't, you bucking heads, that being in that relationship is not beneficial for your mental and spiritual health, and it's also not benefit for them, beneficial for them. Don't try to save a situation that's unsavable, is what we're trying to tell you, because you've grown apart. Accept that. Accept that reality of who you are and what you've become. Now, if you become more negative, maybe you want to shift that. But if your values have shifted and you feel good about your values and you feel good about those around you, what you want from people, then you may have to examine your relationships and make the changes. So we're done. Thank you for listening. Have a beautiful day. Okay. Well, that was fun. I love to hear my spirit guides talk about this sort of thing. That strikes home to a lot of people right about relationships. So have a beautiful weekend. I will be back this weekend. Thank you.